I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Welcome to Disappointing My Father. I'm Alex, a graduating senior who's really starting to freak out about how I'm gonna land a big boy job. This is the first installment of a very artsy and arts-driven podcast with a very specific intention, figuring out what the heck to do with an arts degree. I like to talk things out to clear my head, and the best way to figure out what I need to do is finding out what the artists around me did. My first guest fills the category of graduate, but not done with school. I sat down with Mr. Alan Lucas, we had a nice little chat. He's a 2019 Columbia grad with a bachelor's in comedy writing performance, but he immediately went back to school for master's in business. Now, he's done a lot of things right and checked a lot of boxes, but his collegiate drive is slightly different from most of the students at Columbia for a few really particular reasons. For the main purpose of this, it's trying to talk to people that have had the question of how you can make money doing that, whether yeah. it be comedy, theater, arts. Now, your perspective, explain why yours is a little bit different. Yeah, so my, I guess my current path seems like very traditional of being in a, a master's business program, uh, but my undergrad degree was in comedy writing and performance, which is anything but typical, I suppose. Um, so that was a very different path for me. I moved from Virginia out to Chicago to do this program at Columbia. Um, and I didn't, I didn't really go into it with a super solid plan. I had done comedy before and I knew that I enjoyed it. Um, and that was about as far as I got. So that's kind of just what led me on that path. I was gonna go, I was gonna go to any other college for music um, if it didn't work out with me going here. Um, but I just, I somehow went to a less stable career path than music, um, which is a little strange, I suppose. But. And why I specifically wanted to interview you mm -hmm. is because you are the son of two doctors. Yes. Uh, my mom is Dr. Lucas, and my dad is also Dr. Lucas, <laughs> which they combined have like more education and schooling and degrees than I think me and both of my older siblings. Um, so, <laughs> How is your relationship with them right now, considering that you just graduated with a bachelor's, moving into a master's, but it was in comedy studies? Yeah. No, honestly, it's, it's really good. Um, I was almost kind of surprised that I did not really get very much pushback. There was a lot of support, um, which is, is very strange because my, my dad's, uh, he's a medical doctor. He delivers children. Um, and my mom, has, uh, she is an educator. She teaches, she teaches middle school Spanish, but is overqualified for that position massively. She could teach at like a college master's program easily with just her resume. Um, but it's it's so fascinating that they were able to kind of have the sense of perspective to just understand like, oh, if this is what you want to do, like go and do it. Like we're not gonna hold you back. Like we, there's none of this like, you're gonna be a doctor, like go to go to law school or go to Brown. I, I, I don't know, it was, it was all very supportive. It almost is like ominous where I was like, I, I don't know, fight a little bit, you know? Like, don't let me just go get a, a, a comedy degree. <laughs> Have you checked? Do you know if it's just a clown school or something? <laughs> Do you think being the youngest and having older siblings also in an artistic field helped with your circumstance? I guess a little bit, but even for them, there wasn't a ton of pushback. My, my oldest sister, Mara, um, went to uh, college for musical theater um, and they 
were very supportive of that. And I, she had done that a lot as she was kind of growing up and had done it all through high school. Um, and she's very talented, so I don't think it was something where they were like worried of how's this gonna go. Um, my middle sister, Maya, uh, moved from high school out to Los Angeles to start pursuing acting there. And I know that was something where there was kind of a little bit of tension, and I think they just wanted to make sure that she had kind of like some semblance of a plan. Because college is structured enough that even if you go in without a plan, you kind of can figure it out. Or like, you have time to formulate a plan as you're going. Um, but if you're just moving out to a city, I think they just wanted to make sure like, hey, are, you know, are you going to have like the ability to just to kind of get on your feet and sustain yourself? And like, what are you going to need? And I, I, that I think was kind of tense for a while, but they, they sorted it out. Um, and it all is working out well for her. Um, so it's, yeah, it, I think it definitely kind of helps to, to have set that precedent, I guess. And then it was like, hey, I'm going off to, to comedy school. And they were like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Would have been more surprising if you didn't. So, <laughs> I mean, that's awesome to get that style of support. Yeah. Is the fact that you were an honor student something that gave them a little bit more of ease knowing, all right, no matter what he dives into, he's going to give it 500% and it's going to ultimately work out. Yeah, I think they know me to be hardworking and that I'm not just going to kind of go somewhere and just kind of coast or try and float. But I almost was worried that it was going to make it worse because I, I had like very good grades and I was good at stuff like math and like sciences and even like going into college, like my grades have gotten like even better. Um, so it, it became a thing where like, I was always kind of like excelling in those fields and so I realistically like if I wanted to go and be like an engineer or something, like I probably had a shot at that. Because um, I think with my other two sisters, they weren't really like so, they did well in school, but they weren't like so into any like specific subjects or anything like that. But I, for a long time actually, growing up kind of wanted to be an engineer and like that idea of like being like a problem solving, sciencey, math whiz guy. Um, and then I got into more complicated math and I was like, hmm, hang on, because <laughs> this is bad for me. Um, yeah, calculus is not something I'm going to revisit, um, you know. But algebra, oh, I love it, you know. I, it's weird. It almost feels like shameful to admit, but I enjoy math. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but from your parents' perspective, because I like mm -hmm. where that topic is going, Yeah, their careers were based on, at least for a medical doctor, mm -hmm. if you don't get an A, that means you were not fully grasping the concept. Yeah. And yes, you could get a B in it, a class or two throughout medical school, but I know I'd feel more comfortable knowing my doctor was a straight-A doctor. Yeah. But for this style and, and comedy, was it easy for them to wrap their mind around that the grade itself didn't really matter that much as more of like the, the application and wrapping your mind on how to create a comedic bit? Because there's not mm -hmm. a formula for comedy. Yeah. I think, well, they had seen me perform a lot, and I think being able to have that almost as kind of like evidence of, you know, hey, I have I have a talent for this. Like if I go into it, I'm not just gonna fall on my face. Like I know what I'm doing even as I'm going into it. So I'm just gonna continue to grow from here. I think it was helpful to them. Um, I think with my with my dad especially, something I, I didn't know about him as I was kind of growing up or really younger, but when especially as I was in college and we were just talking about those experiences, I found out my dad actually struggled a little bit in college in certain aspects. Um, he had a like med school advisor who basically told him that he should like not stop like trying to go to med school because um, he he didn't have like the best of grades um, and he started working in like the library and getting into some stuff with like computer science and they basically were like, kind of trying to coach him into like 
hey, maybe go like the computer science route and do that. Wouldn't that be fun? And he was like, that's, I, I hadn't really thought about it, um, about that being kind of one of the things on being on such a strict track, but somebody can really, like the person who was supposed to guide him into getting into medical school basically said, you can't do this, pick a different career. Um, and he, I know, struggled with that for a very long time, but he just worked really hard. He did really, really well on like tests and exams um, and was able to do it and is, is now like very accomplished. And I mean, just going to see like him at work, the people that he works with respect and trust him so much. So it's obvious through that that, you know, you can tell that he has, that he's very good at what he does. I've never, he's never delivered a child in front of me and I wouldn't know what would make that good or bad either way. Um, but I, I have a lot of faith in him, like being very good at what he does, uh, which is, I think that kind of practical, being able, someone being able to see your practical skills, I think is something that he needed in that moment. So I think it's something that he's really adamant about providing for me of being able to say, you know, like, hey, you're good at this. Like, I can see you being good at this, so don't give up on it, I guess. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to cycle back around to, like, the proudness of your parents. Because sure. of the, the caliber of degrees that they have, yeah. did it ever come off as a little patronizing for the fact that they, they <laughs> put it at the exact same level? And I'm not saying it's not, but I'm saying <laughs> that when they would compliment on the same level, like, that's amazing what you're doing. And, like, the example you give when he's delivered a baby that morning. Yeah. Does it come off in a weird feeling? A little bit, yeah, because you, you've heard, but I have, I have a stand-up bit where I basically talk about how it's so nice that my parents are so proud of me, but it, I question where that means they've set the bar for me to go. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I'm, obviously I'm proud of you for having, like, doctorates and doing all this good work out in society. Uh, I guess it's cool that you're proud of me for my 1 a.m. improv show, but, like, what, did, what, what, what was the standard, you know? When, do you not, when are you not proud of me? <laughs> Uh, no, but honestly, I think it, at first it was like a little bit weird. Um, and I realized that it was like almost like a little bit of kind of a strange feeling of like, they let me just go and get a comedy degree. And like, what if I didn't know what I was doing and nothing worked out? But I think it was just that in their minds, that was never even on the table, right? Which is, is so inspiring to think that they had so much confidence in me that they were like, he can go and get whatever degree, like, we know Alan as like a person and he's gonna figure it out. And that that's kind of how I choose to approach it, I guess, in my own head. I respect that, I like that mm -hmm. a lot. So now, can you explain what your new degree path is currently? Yeah, so I am now studying arts management, which kind of came about through some of the job experiences that I had in undergrad. I was working as like a head orientation leader and like supervising other orientation leaders over the summer and helping to kind of put together that schedule and run that whole event. And that was something that I found that I was really good at. And even like comedy as a, a skill and as a talent has a lot of uses outside of just being on stage is something I realized. And that being able to like, like be in that environment where I'm like leading a group and putting an event together and kind of talking to people and it, it, being able to put people at ease to make people feel comfortable um, I realized that that was another environment in which I could do that as opposed to just strictly performing on stage. Um, also like working in residence life, working as an RA and now as a graduate assistant. Um, that's a lot of the same kind of work of like supervising and managing things and I, I was really excited in finding ways to kind of mix this like very structured organizational aspect, all the kind of like math based stuff that I enjoyed growing up and in school and kind of blend that with the, the people person stuff of kind of interacting with others. 
Um, and, and a factor in it, a part of it, is that being a stand-up comedian and being like an events manager is probably going to get you vastly different amounts of income. Uh, unless you're doing really, really well in stand-up, you're probably making less. So that's, I mean, that's nice. It's nice to have money. And I don't think it's bad to like value that for your own career. And kind of everything just aligned that the program that I really was interested in happened to be at Columbia. Um, and I had the opportunity to do this assistantship through Residence Life. Uh, so everything kind of just came together and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do this. It's two years. Um, if I get this master's and then I never use it for the rest of my life, oh well. Um, you know, like I, it's not, the skills are still going to be impactful. The time and the value that I get out of it is still going to be really, really impactful. And I've already gotten like connections and things that I feel like are almost certain to come into play at some point just for the things that I want to do. Um, but I think more likely I'll end up potentially being able to be in like kind of more behind the scenes roles or like administrative roles in those those creative spaces. And then even something of like, if I open my own theater, I can just say, you know, oh, this show, this is me. I perform for an hour, you know, I get to do that because it's my theater. You know? So that's, it feels like the easiest way to get yourself on stage is to just like have a stage to put yourself on even. And then I would be able to extend that to all of the other people like around me, people that I'm friends with. Cause that was a lot of how I got started in comedy was just people saying, you know, oh, like these college these college freshmen want to do a show, like let's let's give them the stage this Thursday night and let them go ahead and do that. And you know, that's people the the spaces that let me be able to just kind of come in and and bring in friends and, and put up something that I really loved. Um, I would really want to be able to facilitate that kind of in a similar manner. So that's kind of what's led me on this path. It's it's interesting because it feels like I'm going away from art stuff, but I almost feel like I never would have been able to get here if I hadn't gone through an arts program and been in the comedy degree and been able to realize, you know, hey, there, I've got all these skills that are transferable to other industries, you know? And even something that a lot of the, I think the comedy students figure out is that like a lot of the things that you learn in comedy, being able to write like a short and like concise uh, premise that really clearly communicates information, being able to like catch people's attention really quickly, being able to make people laugh. Like all of those are things that are really critical to successful like marketing strategies. Um, and I, I never really thought about that, but one of my comedy teachers was talking about how he, for years, just like worked at a marketing company and was saying like, he, he didn't feel like he was getting like rusty or that he wasn't using those skills because he was like, I, I was doing it every day. And like I was, I would write something and it would be too long and I would have to trim it. And then when I got into sketch comedy and they would be like, oh, this sketch is too long. I just cutting things out of it was so easy for me because it had been exactly what I had to do, you know, because if you have like a 30 second ad, you can't go for 31 seconds, you know, you have to be able to really precisely understand like how your words are being used, how they're going to be interpreted, how they're going to be perceived. And all those things go straight back into comedy. And I almost feel like it's, it's really helpful being able to get a different degree for the comedy so that I have other kind of tools and thoughts and headspaces and people that I've interacted with so that I can bring that back. I almost felt like it was kind of hard to write characters when all the people I was around were like comedy writers. And it's it, like everybody had kind of the same mindset. And now I'm meeting people who are way more like business minded and it just kind of shows me a whole another aspect of the world that I can bring back to comedy. That's really interesting for how this school works. And yeah. I, because one of the other people I'm gonna interview is Andrew and he also has a similar, different style of career path, but comedy based. But majority of the money is going to be coming from something else. Yeah. And I find that fascinating that 
there's a lot of parallels in radio and voiceover as well. This is kind of like the jumping point. Yeah. This is not that you get the degree, you go do this job. It's a, you get this degree, and these skills from this job propels you onto the next piece, which will probably be the thing that you get your money at. Yeah. And do you find that that piece of it is an interesting conversation? I don't know if you even had that with your parents, on that this is like the first step. We're going, I know I'm getting a degree, <laughs> but it's not necessarily what I'll be making money at, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. And has that ever been a conversation you've had with them? Yeah, to an extent. I think one of the things that I was saying as I was kind of, or that my parents had said to me as I was going into that program um, was like, my dad said, like, you know, you're going to have a bachelor's, right? He's like, no matter what, you have a college degree, right? And there's a certain amount of weight that that kind of gives you to, to just carry around with yourself as like regardless of what the degree is actually in you know it just being able to get through four years of college proves certain things about yourself it proves your ability to to maintain a basic level of responsibility and to be able to have a certain amount of knowledge right it's like all, all bachelor's degrees are going to kind of include some of the same stuff that people are just going to want from you and he was also saying you know the fact that the word writing is in your degree is actually really important um, because there's not really a job that you'll ever have where you're not writing uh, which i is very true, um, and I am always surprised by how much like my writing experience and even just things like sometimes like comedy teachers with sketches would be very particular about like making sure that your grammar and your spelling and every all the small details and things like that are right. So it just helped with just my kind of my English skills. Um, and then when I'm when you're at work and sending an email to somebody and you just don't make typos or grammatical mistakes, like that's that's important, you know. Often your first impression with somebody in a, like a business setting is going to be through an email. So it, making sure that that email is, is written well and, and again like carries the information that you need and isn't too wordy or too long, all the things that you would do to a sketch. Like I, I think my, my parents had a very good sense of the, the number of transferable skills that I would be able to pick up which I don't think was something I fully realized as I was starting. I think I was like, oh, you know, I'm going into comedy. And, and I definitely had moments where I was like, this might have been a mistake, you know? I maybe should have just gone somewhere and gotten like a, a degree and then it funnels you into a job and all this stuff. So I was like, if this doesn't work out, if I just wake up one day and I'm like, I'm not really super into comedy anymore. Like, what do I do then? Um, and especially like having the masters will make that a lot easier. And I think both of my degrees are very flexible in like I could, I can't really think of too many jobs where I couldn't at least somewhat apply the degree to it and be like, well, these skills that I learned are, are really going to make me successful here. Um, so I think it's a, it's a lot less, going into an arts field, I think is a lot less of uh, kind of a, a trapping yourself into one lane as, as people maybe assume that it is. And I think especially understanding, one thing that was important for me was understanding kind of how I was going to define success for myself because I think a lot of people, the comedy program is a good example because a lot of people come in and they're these like starry-eyed freshmen and they say, one day I'm going to be on SNL and I'm okay and really would love that for you, right? Best of luck. Go for it. Do it. Have fun. But what if you're not one of the small handful of people that ends up on SNL, right? Like, are you, is that, is that the only thing that you can do? Like, is, will you be terribly disappointed with yourself if you've had an incredibly successful career but you weren't on SNL? Like, find the stepping stones that are going to help you to kind of get to that point. Because I think a lot of people don't really take that time and they're thinking about, like, the big picture goal and they're thinking about, like, large milestones for it. But part of it is just like, oh, you know, I got to, I got to do this show at this theater and, like, there were six people in the audience, but they all liked it, so... 
Like un being able to take value from those moments, I think is really important. So, what did we learn? Well, being charismatic can nail you pretty much any gig, but having a list of transferable skills is gonna keep you there. I wanna thank Alan for letting me commandeer some of his wisdom. And that about wraps it up for our first endeavor into finding out what the heck an art story can get you. I still have a long way to go, and there's about four more episodes as well, so strap in. Coming up, I have a guest who has all the jokes to win you over, but the business savvy to make you want to hire him for both comedy and photography. Remember, you can make a career out of a passion. It just might lead to some disappointment. Sorry, Dad. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs>